good morning, Besorot Tovot. Lovely to meet Bogrot last night in Bet Shemesh. Uh, something else I can share with you from yesterday was that after almost nine weeks of fighting in Gaza, my eldest son Yitzhak was um, released from duty, uh, as was his unit, and there was a most incredible um, tekes, which I, I didn't think the army did, actually, a tekes for Miluimnikim, who have just come out of Gaza, about 400 Miluimnikim, at the Kotel yesterday afternoon. It was very, very maragish, the feeling that you are looking at real, real heroes, people who have uh, faced things that I've never faced in my life and never seen in my life, and um, been there and come out, and Be'ezot Hashim, they'll stay out. Uh, it was obviously very, very uh, emotional and uh, with a lot of pride uh, and a lot of hodar kadosh baruch Hu, that our son uh, was able to get out of uh, of Gaza bebriot haguf and now bezot hashem bebriot nefesh too. Um, so I'll uh, dedicate today's few words to all of those soldiers who have given so much and the soldiers who are still giving so much. I I would like to relate to something. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how to relate to it, but uh, as I got home last night, so news was released that uh, a very high-ranking Hamas uh, leader was killed in Beirut, and as a result of which... Uh, Big alerts went on, and uh, and uh, the president of France spoke to Gantz not to do things that uh, are going to make the situation worse. And uh, on the WhatsApp, there were schools asking whether we should change our guidelines uh, for security. And uh, I had a totally different reaction. I had a reaction of pride uh, and, um, and independence, that the state of Israel is an independent country, and it does what it needs to do. And uh, we lift our heads high, and maybe they can threaten, and they can say there'll be ramifications to what we have done, but that shouldn't stop us from doing what we need to do. That is the recurring difference between what we are living through now and what we lived through 85 years ago. 85 years ago, they did what they did to us, and we couldn't do anything back, and we had to lower our heads, uh, turn the other cheek, and, and just get through it. And it's different now. Baruch Hashem, it's different. A student came to visit me this week. She had just been, as so many alumni are doing now, are coming on these missions to help, and which is fantastic. People coming from Chutzaretz to help in farms. And, and she said to me, she felt that this mission was like her. She had been, I think, in Kfar Aza, one of the Yishuvim. Um, They'd been by where the festival took place, which is very, very close to the border there. And uh, she said she felt it was like a trip to Poland. So I said, but, yeah, but it isn't Poland, you know, because we're fighting and we're fighting back. And Baruch Hashem, we, we can't uh, be confused by the politics that's slowly coming back. Uh, Baruch Hashem, we're winning. Uh, unfortunately, at a cost, but we're winning. And things are being done and things are being done properly. And... Uh, I don't know what the ramifications are of killing uh, uh, a terrorist who is apparently uh, the one who organised the killing of the three boys, um, but it's nothing, nothing we should be scared of. We lift our heads high and uh, and we'll deal with it because because we are now in a different situation than we were for 2,000 years and, and we lift our heads high and we do what we have to do. We do what any other country would do to defend itself. 
Um, today, though, I, I, I want to relate to a specific issue in the Parsha, um, when Moshe Rabbeinu, who is really a, a human rights activist, he's one of the only characters in the, in the Torah that we have quite a lot of detail about his earlier years. And we have three occasions in this week's Parsha where Moshe stands up for, for weak people. Uh, nothing really to do, nothing obviously to do with religion. In fact, it seems that the, all of these things happened when he was growing up in the house of Pharaoh and he was uh, in the hierarchy of the, of the Egyptian leadership. Um, Moshe first, uh, the first issue is with uh, the Jew being oppressed by the Egyptian when Moshe kills the Egyptian. Uh, the second is when two Jews are arguing the next day and Moshe tries to bring peace there. And the third is with Benot Yitro, where Moshe comes to help them. Each one is a totally different situation. And the common denominator between all three is that Moshe cares. He's a human being who cares. This is a, a recurring theme throughout Bereshit. Uh, Rivka was cho- chosen as a shidduch for Yitzhak because she cares, because she she's an eshet chesed. She has not good yichus. She comes from a house of idolaters, and uh, she doesn't fit any of the criteria that you need today for a good shidduch, but she's a good person. Avram, our first, Av is a good person. And Moshe Rabbeinu, the man who is going to speak to God face-to-face, Kaviachol, the man who's going to receive the Torah, is a good person. He, he cares, and not just about his own, about anyone. And that makes him the most... Uh, the, the, the person with the most credentials to, to, to stand up for Am Yisrael, and he will, he will be mentioned every week now until the end of the Torah, except for in one parasha of Tetzaveh, where he won't be mentioned. But, but otherwise, Moshe is, uh, Moshe is, it's Torah Moshe, but Torah Moshe begins with a person who cares, who cares about people. And, and uh, he expects his people to care as well. And then we come to this most, I think it's a really shocking comment of, of Chazal, which unfortunately seems to reflect our reality throughout our history, uh, where Moshe comes on that second day to try and make peace between the two Jews. Uh, they, um, they turn against him. They don't only turn against him, uh, it seems that they they are also going to be uh, responsible for for word getting out about what Moshe had done on the previous day by killing the Egyptian who was trying to kill a Jew, and then Moshe says those words, hadava. and the pshat is the 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 word is out that Moshe was the person who killed the Egyptian the day before and he has to get away. But, but Rashi makes another comment, that Moshe had not understood why the Jews were suffering so much and were in under such oppression. And is now I understand because they, they don't care for each other. And, and they, they are lacking in this basic fundamental criteria of Ben Adam Lechavero. It's, it's such a shocking comment, right? We know that according to the Baba, now we're in Egypt because of the selling of Yosef. And now Moshe is trying to intervene. He's trying to perhaps, maybe, according to some, instigate an uprising uh, against the Egyptians. When he kills the Egyptian, he wants to show that the, the monsters can be killed, uh, just as in the Warsaw Ghetto when they first shot a, a German. They couldn't believe what they had done, that, that these people are not indestructible. They are, they are cowards. 
and uh, he expected a different a different reaction from Am Yisrael. And instead, he, he sees that the problem that we have, which is a problem that he doesn't have, uh, because he, as we have said, is fundamentally a caring person, a person looking out for the weak, a person who cares for people and is looking for the good in people. But but now I, I realize, now I see that um, that this is the fundamental problem of Am Yisrael, and he runs away. So he he probably runs away because they they're trying to kill him as well but but he also he runs away from that reality he he is looking for god and in the next i i don't know we don't know i don't think we know how many years he went missing there are different uh, interpretations as to how old Moshe was when this happened. But if we say perhaps that he was about 20 when he killed the Egyptian, uh, we know he was 80 when he came back to Egypt. He spent 60 years in isolation, uh, walking in the Midbar, uh, even when he was married to Tzipora during that time. Um, and we know we know that that was pretty much later on because we know that, that uh, as they were coming down to Egypt, to do the shlichut, he was meant to do brit milah to one of his children. So, one can assume uh, that 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 for most of the period between the twenty years when he killed the Egyptian, perhaps, and the eightieth year when he comes back to Egypt, he was a nomad. He was wandering the desert. He had perhaps given up with the human race. That's uh, what Moshe Lichtenstein says. He despaired. I mean, he could not follow the Egyptians who were oppressors and murderers. And this oppressed people, the Jewish people, had this fundamental problem of getting on with each other and dealing with each other. And perhaps that is his um, hesitance in doing what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants him to do, which is amazing that a person would would say no to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you know, a person of the humility of, of, of Moshe, perhaps because of his humility, would say no to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but he does say no to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and eventually he, he, he goes and he does what he, he, he has to do, obviously, as, as we know. But it could be that his hesitance was that he, he's just not sure whether Am Yisrael has the, has the fundamental requirements to, to have Geula, which is caring for each other. And this, this is for all of us to do. We have, we have our soldiers on the front line who are defending us physically. But, but it's, I, I don't know how or what, but, but I am absolutely determined that uh, when we get to the next stage of, of the current situation that I have to, I have to get involved in something that, that unites our people uh, doesn't, doesn't mean convinces other people to do or, or say what I say. Not at all. I had I had this um, very very interesting meeting a few weeks ago. Uh, a friend of mine who belongs to the reform movement, Jeremy Lee, he often teaches the girls about Poland before we go to Poland about about the history of Poland. So he's affiliated to the reform movement, and uh, he asked me. He asked me every so often. This is the second time he asked me to speak to a group of small group of of, of potential reform rabbis, uh, men and women. And I spoke to them just before Hanukkah in the Midrashah. And then I took questions at the end. And uh, one of them asked me, um, he asked me, why can you not bring your students to us? Uh, and I said to him, in all honesty, I'm a bit scared. I'm scared to expose uh, religious students to, to the kind of ideology that you are presenting. But then I, I, I've got a lot to say on that as well, but, but that's not why I'm telling you the story. The reason I'm telling you the story is because then he said to me, it wasn't Jeremy, it was another person there said to me, um, we're also scared, you know, there's a lot of suspicion that every time a from person speaks to us, they're trying to convert us. So 
I said to him, I'm just not interested in that. I've never been interested in that. When I do Tzaha weddings, it's not in order to convert uh, Chiloni people to be from people. It's just to present a positive religious experience and to be part of a po positive religious experience. And I, I think we have to understand that. They don't have to be suspicious of us. The vast majority of us are not trying to convert and trying and trying to make them believe what they be what we believe. And... and there has to be a possibility where we can sit with other people whom we don't agree with and have a decent conversation and and that even if if even if our disagreements are serious that we can learn to agree to disagree otherwise this is going to haunt us for our entire existence this is our biggest problem that not being one alone is is what destroys us. That's the only thing that destroys us, not Iran and not Hamas and not the Nazis. Uh, we, it's always been our problem. That is the Dava. We, we weren't even united in the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising. There was a Beta uh, fighting organization and there was Hashome Hatzair fighting organization and they did not really fight together. Um, there was a bit of coordination, but they didn't fight together. They fought in different places and they had different connections with the Polish underground. It's our biggest problem. It's been our biggest problem since Yosef and his brothers, and it's still a problem today. And we have to, in some way, deal with this problem. We have to relate to this problem. And it isn't about convincing people to agree with us. It's not about that. That's pig-headed. That's, that's Gaivadik. It, it, it's 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 accepting other people for who they are, tolerating other people, and, and acknowledging that we are all a people together, not just achim bekever. You know, when, when, when they have to bury a lot of Jews together, they called it a kever achim, which is not the literal translation of a mass grave. A mass grave is, is not kever achim. So why do we call it kever achim? Because they killed us all. They don't differentiate between us. This is known stuff, but but it's this week's parsha. Achei no hadavar. It's such a such a haunting Rashi, where he tells us that hadavar is hadavar. This davar is is what keeps us in galut, and and what perhaps makes Yosef makes Moshe almost despair on our people. He runs away. Achei no hadavar. These people cannot be, they cannot be redeemed because because. They hate each other, and and they they tell on each other, and they they're ready to sell each other to uh, to another people uh, just for their own glory, and and we see it all the time. We we even see it now when most of the Jewish people are are together. There are still Jews. There are Jews in New York. Jews for Palestinians who are who are ready to to forsake and deny all of their Jewish brothers and sisters over there when they're not doing anything over here and, and, and just side with Palestinians, people who, people who, and again, we know, we know, we live here, we know that it's not just Hamas who came in on October 7th. We know that very many regular Gaza citizens came onto our territory and looted, looted and kidnapped our people. It wasn't just, it wasn't just Hamas, we know it, it's on film. You can see people who are not in Hamas uniform, you see old men coming across the line. And there are still Jews in Chutzlaris who, who very few Jews, I hope, who, who will demonstrate for this. And, and, but they're Jews. Uh, ladies, I, I would humbly suggest that we all have to do something about this. 
it's even more important than 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 if we're prioritizing it's even more important than than answering the 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 political claims or whatever the claims are of the of the uh of the Palestinians and fighting and we have to do that as well but but the the number one mission that we must have is to find a unity and to develop tolerance within our people so that we can get rid of this of this negative criteria that we've had since Yosef and his brothers, Achain Noda Hadava. Now I know says Moshe, I know why they're in Galus. They're in Galus because because they have no respect for each other and they don't tolerate each other and they don't care for each other. And this was so opposite to who Moshe Rabbeinu was, one can understand his difficulty. And perhaps as Rabbi Moshe Lichushni said, that's the reason he ran away, even though the Pshat is he ran away because he was a wanted man. But he ran away because I Maybe he's given up on humanity, Bichlal. These are oppressors. These people are, uh, are slanderers. And so I'll just go into the wilderness and I'll be on my own. And HaKadosh Baruch says, no, that's not the answer. The answer is you have to go back and you have to have faith in these people. They will get it right. And, uh, and don't write them off so quickly. We know that. We shouldn't be written off so quickly. Baruch Hashem. But, but, but in this week's parasha, certainly in the beginning, it is something that is worthy of, of our attention. Achein noda hadava. Bezat Hashem, Besorot Tovot.